I'm Anna. And I'm Zoe. Welcome to That Christian Podcast. Welcome back. It has been a long time, but we're back. Um, Zoe's, Zoe's munching on some ice mm. cream. Some Mackey's ice cream. So you'll where... probably just hear... <laughs> no, me suddenly going silent because I'm eating a massive skip of ice cream. How is your ice cream? It's yummy. The caramel sauce is actually, like, incredible. I got a little taster session at Mackey's. Like, the, you know, like the ice cream company, the chocolate. With, no, they all do ice cream, but now they do chocolate and they do crisps. <laughs> what? <laughs> the ice cream. Zoe's still giggling at me here. The saying. The ice cream company, the chocolate. <laughs> it's not even that funny. I've just been hysterically laughing over it. And also, Zoe's composed herself from and finished her ice cream, which took about five hours. <laughs> I didn't, right. I, it's cold. You need to have... Right. This can be a wee... What do people think? Do you have a big scoop of ice cream? Or a... No, like, big <laughs> spoonfuls of ice cream. Or wee spoonfuls of ice cream. Because it's also... Do you soup your ice cream? Like, when you soup it and you, like, mush it up with a spoon and it turns into ice cream soup. Ooh, no, I don't do that. I just eat it as a normal person does. Oh, but nice. do you have your ice cream with a teaspoon? No, I use a normal spoon. So Matthew has his ice cream with a teaspoon. Why? Because he says it makes it last longer. That is most ridiculous. That's weirder than sipping your ice cream. No, I think that sipping ice cream's a bit mm. strange as well. Well, let us know what you think. Yeah, so all in all... Well, How do you so eat your ice cream? That was Mackey's traditional ice cream with Mackey's own, tra- own salted caramel sauce that they put through their ice cream and it's not oh. available in oh. retail. But they were debating whether they put it for retail or it not. It is amazing. Like, it's nicer. I think it's nicer because you enjoy it more like that than when it's just through the ice cream. It's just really thick, isn't mm. it? Oh, thick so good. It's gooey. like almost like, um, what's that stuff? Like, um, what's the, like, sugary stuff? Treacle. Treacle, like yeah. It's almost treacly, but it's sweeter. Just really good. Mm. So good. So you've had some exciting news this week. Yes. So I moved house. Um, finally out of my um, damp flat, um, which is exciting. And we're now in our house, which is just so lovely. We now you have can a now view. You can see the window. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've ever said before, but our view in our flat was a brick wall um, with some weeds growing over it. So it's nice to be able to look out and see the farm. And um, it's got like really nice lampposts and stuff. It's just like, it's such a lovely place. And yeah, we're very happy. So that's why we took a couple of weeks off. So thank you so much for being patient with us because, well, yeah, you were kind of moving everything out and then moving everything in. And then I was in Oban and Glasgow over the last two weeks. So it's just been busy. Yeah. But thank you so much for tuning back in and listening to yes. us again. Although this is when we're saying this, but we end up with like one listener. Better. No, <laughs> I'm joking. We won't. But, but yeah, yeah. Thank you for being patient with us because, well, this is actually what we wanted to speak about this week is kind of taking a break. And when life gets stressful, sometimes it is good to take a break from stuff. Like actually doing the podcast was just one thing too much for the last few weeks. And so as you'll have probably picked up from a few other episodes, there's also been other things going on in our family, which we'll actually be sharing with you over the next few weeks. Um, yeah. We're, we're like excited to share it, although it's not all 
like it's been hard yeah um, but i think it's so helpful to share things that are going on but yeah so so stay tuned yeah, there's stay your cliffhanger tuned. um you'll you get the strong family chat all the drama yeah, all, all the, the gossip all the gossip am i the drama am i um but yeah so but yeah we just kind of wanted to chat through like what because sometimes taking a break is needed but there's like healthy ways to do it and good ways to do it and yeah I think sometimes if you're really busy and you've got a lot going on and that can be in your personal life in your work life really any aspect I think sometimes it's like it all builds up and you've got to actually be careful that it doesn't become just too much and then you end up just crumbling and yeah not coping with anything and also not enjoying stuff that you enjoy because it becomes an added stress to your life um like we love doing this podcast so much but actually like to sit down and find the time to do it in those two weeks was just becoming stressful and actually like you don't want something that you love to become yeah like a chore or a task and sometimes you just need to take a break and then come back to it and then it's fun and extra fun because we then have loads to speak about. I think it's probably like the same in any situation. You actually get a bit of more creativity from taking a step back. It's almost like when you go for something for a long time, and I think that this is the case across the board, mm. sometimes you actually, by taking a step back, you feel more creative because you're coming at it with a fresh pair of eyes yeah. sometimes. Yeah, rather than like, oh, what do I do now? It's like you get the bigger picture of things mm-hmm. and it's, yeah... It's exciting. So one thing that we were thinking when we were just talking about this before, we were saying, we're chatting about when things build up. So you've got your work, which can be so busy at times. You've Mm -hmm. then got family things going on. And whether that's big things, small things, you're always going to have stuff going on in your personal life, whether it's with family, friends. Yeah. You've got people to see. You've got things you need to do. Some people have children. They need to... Things just get busy there. And then... There's all your extras as well that you do. And we were just talking about how important it actually probably is to start prioritising things before busy periods. Yeah, so we were saying how, like, a lot of the time you've got all these things and then a busy time hits and you're like, I've got so much going on. Like, what do I do? What can give? Whereas to actually have your kind of priorities. It was actually you, Anna, that suggested this to me when I was getting a little bit stressed about, like, working quite a bit and then doing my PhD and kind of what to give up and Anna like you suggested writing a list of what I have and what my priorities are and what needs to go first when life gets stressful. As in like a list of like all your tasks for the week the things that you like doing which includes like seeing friends for coffee. Yeah but even just like well I think you suggest like everything's like my work my uni church stuff so like for Mm. me like church uni is like my kind of priorities and like seeing friends and family stuff and then things that are maybe like less important but still important but then if busy times hit I could say right this Mm -hmm. needs to give like I need to stop this for a little bit of time. So what kind of things would that oh that was that maybe just like watching how many people you go for coffee with in a week? Yeah so things like okay I love going for coffee with loads of people but actually knowing that right if life gets really busy and I'm really stressed I can maybe just say I'm only going for coffee with one person this week rather than do you not see five or like, whatever just like carve out like sort of a Thursday slot yeah so like 
you start prioritizing so that you're then like you're prepared when busy times hit yeah and then you don't feel overwhelmed because you're almost like you've already got control over your time and you've already got an awareness of like things that can't give and things that can give so like family that's a priority for me no matter how busy I am like I want to spend time with you guys but then there's maybe other stuff in my life that when things are really busy I don't actually need to do that I think as well often in church settings there's often so much that we can do to serve as well and that's so important but again you've really got to look as well at prioritizing that and there's some weeks you cannot do everything like you can, I think as well, when you work for the church, it's working out, okay, how much mm-hmm. can I do from a week-to-week basis? And you've got to give. And get, I think this is where it almost becomes like a difficult, slightly blurry line because you want to give as much as you can. You want to use the gifts you've got. You mm-hmm. want to be kind with them. That's what we were talking about on Sunday, actually, yeah. is like giving all that you've got out of kindness. But also, you've got to... So you, that's true. You've got to give, but you also... And serve... But you also cannot burn yourself out because I think in some, in a lot of church settings, it would be easy to burn yourself out when you've got busy jobs, demanding jobs. And it's working out, how can I serve God best and Mm -hmm. how can I keep giving as much as I can without overdoing it? And then having, like, at the end of the day, the worst thing to happen would be to overdo it and then have to take a step back from everything for like a month or whatever. Yeah, it's actually worse to say yes to something and then have to back out. And like that actually causes more problems. But that's because like, I was thinking this with, um, so our church does cage football, which is where Hayden and Matthew are on a Monday night. And I'd like agreed to do it, like both this year and last year, I've agreed to do it. And that actually, in reality, I can keep it up. It's just too much of a commitment when I do so many other things. But then I've, like, committed to it so that it's actually worse. So then this year I've just had to say, like, I can't do it. I'll help out when I can, rather than, like, trying to do it and then having to, like, cancel last minute because I'm too tired or I've got something else on that's more higher up my priority list. And then it causes an inconvenience to whoever's organising it or to... And it's, yeah, it's actually, and then again, this is where if you know your priorities before life gets busy, you then say no to stuff that you can't actually keep up. And I think that's, I feel like commitment is so important. Like, that just that kind of like, if you say yes to something, it's actually really important that you do are able to follow that through. And yeah, yeah, in reality, that doesn't always happen. We've all been guilty of making plans or saying yes to things and then having to back out because it's too much. But I do think that if you... I do think that if you can actually work out, like, just almost like... Like, so at the moment, I'm planning my life up to... <laughs> I'm planning my life. I'm planning my life. But I'm actually, like, at December now mm-hmm. in terms of my social calendar mm-hmm. and, like, seeing friends. And I've actually had to... Like, I've got one of my best friends that I've actually had to say, okay... I cannot see you. I actually like would love to see you sooner, but I can't see you until December because I've got to take time from... Like, I can't be doing something every single weekend because mm-hmm. that's when... Like, I'm guilty of, in the past, like, just trying to fill up too much and, like, doing things yeah. weekend. But actually, now I know in advance, like, I know how important it is for Matthew as well that he has mm. spare... Well, and me as well, but, like, spare weekends yeah. together. 
and actually almost like marking them in the calendar and saying, yeah. okay, this is a non-negotiable that we have at least two weekends a month Yeah, that we're doing things together. Mm-hmm. And then I can do the plans on the other ones. Yeah. Does and that I, make sense? Like, <laughs> yeah. And then I think actually the impact as well, like you do worship leading on a Sunday. So if you tire yourself out, then you wouldn't have the time to do that well enough. Yeah. So then it's like the knock-on effect of all these things. Like you, yeah. And you actually... Do you yourself? And actually, I do think that there's some cases that you just need to say no to. No what? is a complete no. sentence. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But um, I'm really bad for, like, trying to justify my nose. Yeah, but it's hard, though, when, like... And I think, like, it's hard when you want to... Like, there's a lot of these things we're saying you don't fill up your weeks, but, like, as you said, it's someone that you want to see, but you actually can't. And that's yeah. where it gets really difficult because you're not saying no to things you don't want to do. You're saying no to things that you actually would quite like to do if you had the time. And then as well, like, I th- there's so much that you can <laughs> feel like. I feel like as well, if I've booked a weekend, like, that's just going to be chill or like a Saturday night, I'm like, okay, this Saturday night we're just going to chill. And then I literally just sit watching The Office with Matthew or yeah. like, sit watching something on Netflix and you're like, you almost feel a bit guilty, but actually you do need that time for yourself. Yeah. Like, there's times that you need to just sit back and watch Netflix and do nothing and unwind. Yeah, and just because it's not, um, like, productive or you don't feel like you've achieved anything, that doesn't mean it's not important. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to have these times. But then it also kind of comes back a little bit to what we were saying a few weeks ago, about a month ago now about church and church being important not to kind of like when life gets hard not yeah. to avoid church like this is where you actually as well as knowing your negotiables you need to know your non-negotiables because then mm. you can be like like you're saying spending time with Matthew that's a non-negotiable like being with like your church family you then know yeah. like okay I'm so tired I don't want to do this but actually like this is a non-negotiable that I've decided not that I've decided because I feel like it needs to be but like to me, this is important, so I'm not going to give it up. And I actually think that's probably the most important thing that, like, yeah. what we're wanting to say through this podcast is as well, like, when things are busy, when things are stressful, when things aren't going to plan, like, the most important thing to do is keep going to church in these times because it probably is the easiest thing for a lot, like, a lot of us will quite often feel it's maybe the easiest thing to drop. Yeah. Because, like... I know of like I know that through lockdown there's people who were like suddenly had their Sunday mornings. Yeah. And, and it's it like, is oh, nice. yeah. it's quite nice to have a Sunday, but actually no, like that's how you fall away from like how you drift away without even knowing it. Yeah. Why is it important that we go to church though? Because it's it all important? very well us saying that like that's our priority, but why should it be other people's priorities, I guess? So first of all, I do think that church is where you get refreshed for the week. Mm-hmm. I know for me, I think I'm, like I would love. I know that I would love to be better at really, um, spending more focused time with God because I think I am not good enough at that. I think I'm bad for just reading a Bible ver, like reading a chapter of the Bible in the evening and going to sleep, mm-hmm. which I do need to be better at. But I think as well, like Sunday almost like refreshes you for the week and keeps you, like you do need that continuous refreshment and teaching and mm-hmm. time worshipping God mm-hmm. at the end of the day like we're here to worship yeah we are here to worship God and God gives us so much and we're so 
our lives are so full from it but also like God wants a relationship with us and church mm-hmm. is one of the best ways to build your relationship with God yeah and actually like what I was just gonna say as well like what you're saying technically could be translated to like online watching church online or listening to podcasts but actually like being with other people is also a side of it like god Mm -hmm. if you've not heard me banging on about community already (laughs) like um god created us to be relational beings and when we worship god Mm -hmm. together that's a really beautiful thing and And I actually think, we've spoken quite a bit about creativity on this podcast, but that's something that's so important to us. And I actually think it's much more difficult to be creative online. Whereas I actually think in a church setting and in a community and in a relational setting, you have more opportunity to be creative. That's interesting coming from a digital marketer. That's maybe why. Mm. So, I don't know, like, a lot of people that know me probably don't actually even know this, but I hate texting I find it so hard and I get text guilt because I'm so so bad at texting people like I am the worst friend no that's not good to say I'm not the worst friend you're a very good friend no I don't want to say I'm the worst friend but I'm really bad for like forgetting to reply to texts from people for texting people first like so much like people make I always feel like people are making Mm. more effort with me but I think it's because I spend all day on social media on my computer on my phone so the last thing I actually want to do is spend yeah. time texting. And, like, it's so good to catch up with people, but I always get a bit of guilt that I'm not very good at it. Mm-hmm. Where was I going with that? Um, why creativity. creativity? But I actually think if... I actually think that's why I need creativity and time in person, mm. not online, not on a screen, to be creative, because so much of what I do is on a screen, and it does dull your I I just personally think it dulls your creativity Mm. actually yeah it's interesting you say that as well because there's I remember like when I was writing my dissertation and I was working so hard on it but just like in the library on the screen and then I went and took one of my lecturer's dogs for a walk and I actually just got such a clear head about stuff Uh and I think just taking that time away and like that was me on my own with a dog that's not exactly me going to church with other people but actually sometimes like being away from the screen in a different setting does help so I can see where you're coming from with that and I think as well like you could say a lot of what I do is creative online and there are ways to be yeah like I'm not saying you can't be creative digitally like graphic designers they spend their whole life being creative on the screen but I still think it's different to being creative in Mm. person and off a screen I don't yeah I'm sure people will disagree with me and again I'd love to know your opinions because I'm sure that there's people listening that actually find it easier to be creative on a screen. Yeah. So it's and maybe people find it easier to engage with God on a screen rather than not God on a screen, but engage <laughs> with church through a screen rather than in person. So it would be interesting to hear people's thoughts on that as well. Although I'm still unsure on that because I do think you still need that community element. I and agree. I think, but... yeah, you can have an online community, but I still think it's so much more valuable in person yeah and so much deeper in person yeah oh I agree with you but I think it would be interesting to hear if anyone has anyone because this is something like we very much share our own opinions so we're always keen to hear what other people we're able to be criticized (laughs) no we're not you're listening and you're like oh you guys are talking rubbish you don't need to go to church in person please get in contact and like share your thoughts with us yeah Um, but yeah We've gone slightly off topic from the 
But I think it's mm-hmm. that, I think it all ties in because as yeah. well, like this whole like church online, it, it's very funny and it does I think it does yeah. come into that do you know what I think there's also times for cert- for people like actually can't get out to church. Yes. I think for example, if you've got health conditions or yeah. whatever where you can't get out to church, I think that is where online church is an amazing development to yes. keep you as involved as you can be. Yes. I think we're talking about people who maybe have a choice or Yeah. Yeah. It's fair. I just love church. <laughs> love Jesus. It's church. It's gone. <laughs> oh, okay, it right. has a truth. The holy juice? Oh okay. The communion juice. <laughs> the communion Sorry, what are we right. Anyway. Enjoy that little uh, interlude. <laughs> if you've, it's a TikTok thing. It's corn. Um, but if you don't know, don't worry. You're really not missing much. If you don't know, download TikTok and no. Google corn. Google. So that just goes against everything we've said about not spending too much time on screens. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we also. But I think, kind of moving back to the topic that we were like mm-hmm. speaking about, really about being busy and um, taking time to rest. I think as well that church conversation, it's gone a little bit diverted, but I think one of the really important things during that time, which does tie in with church, is resting in God. We've got a Bible verse to share that kind of talks about this idea of um, God being the true place of rest, the true place of, the best place to find rest. Um, So it's Psalm 62, and it is, Truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. And this is what we find in, in the Bible and in God's word is that God is the place where we go to find rest. And while life may be busy in church things and things that we do for God may feel like they're um, taking over a bit, it's important to remember that God is where we find our rest and God is where we find our strength as well. And I think one thing that can be really helpful for, like, if you're sort of wondering, okay, but how do I rest in God? What does that actually mean? Mm. I think one thing that even just reading a psalm like Psalm 62 or... Or listening to a psalm. Or listening to a psalm. Or, like, Psalm 23, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. Yeah. He makes me lie down in green pastures and just read through and visualize just almost like visualizing yourself right i don't does that make sense a little bit of meditation yeah kind of slightly yeah yeah meditating on the verse and listening to music even like listening to a song that is a psalm put to music or yeah yeah and just closing your eyes and um yeah resting in god and just thinking about what do the words actually mean and so yeah i think that's something anyone can do and it's although it might you might be thinking like Oh, but like, I'm so busy. Like, how do I like rest in God? Actually, just take five minutes. That's all it needs to be mm. to just say, right, I'm actually going to put this five minutes aside to sit in peace, or walk, or walk, or paint, yeah. or draw, whatever. I think something there as well, like with like for me, like if things are busy, to actually sit down and read the Bible just maybe adds to that stress. But there's like. That doesn't mean I can't rest in God and God's word in other ways, like through listening to a psalm or like reciting it or singing it myself. Like it doesn't like do what works for you with that as well and how you actually find rest, not 
doing the right thing that should make you feel restful if that makes sense and that could just be sticking on a worship sticking on some worship music and going for a 20 minute walk on your lunch break yeah and actually taking time out of your day yeah i've actually got a sewing kit i need to try it's quite wholesome isn't it i've not had that for ages well don't (laughs) mum mum don't listen to this part mum gave it to me at christmas and then i lost it well no i didn't lose it i forgot about it and flora found it flora Flora the dog what a star but in the process of flora finding it she also ripped up the instructions they're right here oh you can piece that together well, I don't know where they are. I think there's a bit more here. Oh, dear. There we go. I can't... Um, that's one way that you can rest in God. Get stressed over working out. But what I was actually getting at was I wonder if... I've, I've not tried mm. worshipping God while sewing. Oh, hi, Samson. That's Samson the dog now. He obviously heard us talking about Flora <laughs> and wanted to join the gossip. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> On that note, we think the boys are back from cage football, so... um, And Samson's about to go running down to beat them. But we hope you have a lovely Tuesday, or whatever day you're listening to this, and we'll see you next week for some, maybe some life updates. Maybe some life updates. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, we'll see. Bye. But thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, at that Christian podcast. Bye. Goodbye.